3: This is Paul Hawksby. And Charlie Baker. And this is the H&J Daily with some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. We were joined today by comedian John Richardson.
4: You're always funny.
3: Talked um, a bit of leads. He was on yeah, good form. Yeah, um, we had I'm Tom... not one of his
4: friends, but we'll find out. Yeah, more about
3: whatever, that. But... Yeah, Not as close as you thought. Uh, Tom Skinner was on uh, from The Apprentice. Bosch, yes. yeah, you get the idea. And uh, yeah, he played Celebrity Combination Lock. If you don't like the sound of the lock being knocked... I would skim through that bit because it really wasn't on. Um, We also had um, Spencer Oliver popping in from the world of boxing. It was a big boxing announcement uh, while we were on air, Mm. and uh, Spencer came in and explained all. He did a bit of sparring with Charlie, (laughs) so which was interesting, and maybe Charlie's got a future in the fight game. So that's all that we had a chat. Here it all is.
4: For a bit of bad news this week, and I found out in quite a bad way. Mm. Um, I saw an announcement for a, te- a f- few weeks ago, Paul. I didn't mention it to yeah. you, but I was checked out for uh, Celebrity SAS. Who dares wins? Oh no! Would I be interested? Fantastic! Would I be interested? Three weeks in somewhere like Jordan or somewhere it was, or yeah. or in or in like the, the, the I was going to say the woods, not the woods. Okay. <laughs> Not the woods, in the jungle somewhere. Right, okay. Was, would, would I be interested? I was like, yes, I'd be very interested. We'll put a light, we'll put a light pencil through Charlie Baker. <laughs> and, yeah. then, and then I watched a couple of episodes and I thought, well, maybe I'm not interested I uh, yeah. initially was, but I thought, no, I'm up for it, but I'd, I'd enjoy it. It's not gone my way, Paul. Oh, they made got... they made the announcement this week of who's going. I was not on the list. They were looking for someone sort of humorable who <laughs> could do a bit
3: of light yeah. relief now and again, you know, and who may, may
4: cry at some point. May cry. Who they... who do you think is your equivalent in the lineup well, they've announced? Uh, well, I think I can't remember who they've gone with. I, I, okay, I think it's uh, see if we can find out. Uh, yeah. who's who they've gone with? I think it's Shazia a Mirza. They've gone. gone oh, okay. For. So, so they always have one comedian. Sli- yeah. Slightly different act to me. Yeah, Shazia. Um, and t- and maybe Tez? Is it Tez? Uh, oh, Tez Ilias. Yeah, Tez, Tez Iliaz, has been yeah. in before. He's Tez, nice I leg, think yeah. it's Tez yeah. and uh, Shazium. So it's not gone my way, Paul. So, yeah. you know, it happens if you're in show business and you, don't, you, ne- you never really get told. Do you think... You never you- really get told, you just see that you're not in it. Have you seen? Um, there is a series on. Is there, is there a series on at the moment? Because I was reading oh, so we, we, the last one. I, the last the, one was re- quite recent. Well, John, yeah. Bar- uh, John, uh, John Barrowman. Barrowman's in this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. John yeah. Barrowman um, quit after less than thirty minutes. Oh, well, that's the that's the one they've just announced. Really? Oh, I mean that could have been me. That so that could have been you. I could have been there. I could have been, been in show tunes. Paul,
3: you could said, "Hang on, John, I'll come with you." Yeah, but, I mean, there's quitting and there's quitting, it's, isn't it? 30 minutes. Celebrity who dares wins. And so yeah. you're and they're saying, it's going to be tough. <laughs> and they'll be taking no prison. I'm not <laughs> yeah. seeing it. I'm just guessing. That's what it's like. It's quite hardcore. Shut your mouth, Elias. Yeah, Is it up. They, give me, get down and give me 20. Barrowman. Yeah, but John Barrowman. Put it away. John's, <laughs> Sorry, no, just, John said, <laughs> Charlie, John has said... Jo- thing that got done well, yeah. that got I apologize
4: yeah i apologize
3: john barryman has said um well it's was 25 minutes in he's yeah. looks at his watch <laughs> were you going barryman i'm off I'm mate i'm done i'm done i think you seemed forgotten lads do you this think
4: telly show i'm not i'm not actually in the army yeah, grow yeah. up well, that's the thing. It's a telly show, but yeah, it looked. Uh, yeah. It, it, I've watched an episode or two. It looked quite tough, but I was up for it, Paul. But it's a no from them.
3: Oh, what a shame!
4: It's a no from them. I'd love but, you to know, have seen you in I'd there. I'd have been good in that, wouldn't I? Struggling along. I'd
3: just seen you just phoning in from Jordan, in the <laughs> and crying in the bushes. <laughs> I'm wet. and I'm cold. I want to come back to the studio. <laughs> There's a man shouting
4: at me. Yes, a man shouting at me. There we are. Um, so anyway, bad news um, to kick us you, off.
3: Can you beat John Barryman in the quitting stakes? Yes. What did you quit in less than half an hour? Yeah, lovely. At which point we normally get a C of them, or my marriage. I mean, yeah, we do not do that. Them. Me don't and don't my missus didn't last we long. We want a bit more meat on the bones yeah. uh, than that. So do tell us uh, what you quit in, in less than what's now being called a John Barryman. Talksport.com, text 81089, tweet TS. H&J. Now, in the world of uh, women's football, which we've been talking about a lot this month because the World Cup is just around the corner, um, there was uh, good news for Scotland's Sam Kerr, Scotland midfielder Sam Kerr, very popular name, of course, Mm. in the world of women's football. Uh, Sam Kerr um, thought someone was playing a prank on her when she heard that Bayern Munich wanted to, to sign her. 24-year-old, signed a three-year deal with the German champions. Fantastic move for her. She's the Scottish Woman's Player of the Year, despite being a very good footballer. Um, when she was approached by her agents and they said, um, Bayern Munich want to bring you in, she said... Uh, are you sure they've got the right Sam Kerr? <laughs> because obviously, it's, well, uh, Chelsea and
4: Australia's very own. So happened to me, Paul. Happened in a similar situation. Really, I was I was, I was uh, checked out to do a round the world documentary uh, series for National Geographic. Wow, they, they loved me. They wanted to pair me up with another celebrity. Would I come in and meet all the other celebrities? Wanted, and I was like, oh, sure, yeah. That I mean, gig. I mean, uh, sure. And then just the day before. I said, uh, can you just make sure they don't think I'm Charlie Brooker? (laughs) (laughs) Really? And then it went quiet. Oh, right. (laughs) And the meetings didn't happen, Paul. Oh, really? So they thought I was Charlie Brooker. So, now I... That's so I got this job. Oh, right, okay.
3: <laughs> the next best thing. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. John Barrowman, uh did 30 minutes of uh, Celebrity uh, Who Dares Win. A show Naples. that Charlie was offered. Not offered. Oh, not, offered. not
4: offered. Considered for. for.
3: Checked. Considered for. <laughs> on, on, a checked long li- on a long list of names. A light pencil <laughs> went through his name. You would have lasted longer than 30 minutes. I think uh, so. I, I mean, mean, you know. Um, you we're know. asking about those stories where you didn't last... Uh, even like, I quit the Boy Scouts in less than 15 minutes says Paul in Letchworth when I found out you didn't get a cut of the takings from Bobber Job Jobwick mm. um, where does the money was,
4: from Bobber Job Jobwick go
3: goes Paul? into grassroots grassroots, no like the <laughs> grassroots FA. don't comes. ask
4: too many questions it all goes back into <laughs> grassroots all goes back grassroots in. scouting yeah where does the yellow card money go this we was the late 60s so
3: I thought it could have been quite profitable says Paul in Letchworth keep telling us your stories talksport.com text 81089 tweet TSHNJ uh, mate, a welcome return to the show now, It's comedian Leeds United fan, John Richardson. Hi, John. Ah, John.
1: Hello there. How are you? I'm doing very well, John, if, thank you, John. John, I, I, I'm
3: sure you get approached all sorts of celebrity yeah. stuff. Have, have
1: Have they ever come on to you for Celebrity Who Dares oh, yeah. Wins? I bet they would. They'd have John. Uh, do heartbeat. you know? I don't know about Who Dares Wins. I, I I think they try and book people for whom there's a journey, don't they? So it's exciting. To I think when you yeah. you wouldn't go to someone as sort of inherently masculine and capable. as <laughs> no, I, That's very. Ch- it's, it's
3: it's an odd thing, isn't it? I mean, yeah. I mean a lot of people that do volunteer to do. I mean, they get paid for it, obviously, yeah. but they I yeah.
4: get you know just... celebrity tax bill. They should
3: call it yeah. The time. <laughs> <laughs> so John, um, I think we spoke about this before. You've got a um, you've got a special comedy night coming up, haven't you?
1: Thursday night, yeah, in Sheffield, we're doing a gig for the Sheffield Children's Hospital. Um, it's an incredible lineup, I tell you what. Short of Charlie Baker, it's yeah. It's, well, I did bring this up, John. He did it.
4: He said, I, I said, I, I said I, "John, John,
3: Lucy and here Friends." I'm a friend of John, John. John. I know John.
4: I know yeah. Lucy. Yep, and friends, and I know all the people on this bill. I'm the same management as nearly all the people on this bill. And, I follow yet, you on social <laughs>
1: media. I know you're on tour. And I yet, see the I'm pictures. I'm not on tour, and yet
4: where... Well, I am on tour, though. Thanks for bringing it up, John, in the autumn. <laughs> uh, yeah, where is my... No, I did do one for you once, and I'm friends, didn't I? In the, in yeah, the you in are the, a la- friend. In the Lake District. Nice, nice yeah.
1: nice. Yeah. You yeah, you else. are a friend. I'll tell you who else is a friend. Hmm. Uh, Sarah Millican's a friend. She's just been added to the line. Oh, oh, wow. That's a good oh. person a to add. It's a good old Bill, isn't that's it? It's a great Bill, isn't night it? In Sheffield. Sarah Millican, Delise Ochaponda, Tom Davis, Rosie Jones, Sean Walsh, mm. my wife. Yeah,
4: mm. she's funny. Um, and there's she's a meet, meet and greet available, I notice. I don't reckon this doesn't feel like something you've said yes to, mm. John meet and greet have you paid the 170 pound 95 not to be involved in the meet and (laughs) greet i've booked all the meet
1: and (laughs) greet tickets it's just me in a room having a quiet can before the show starts (laughs) lovely time no, I'm doing Celebrity uh, Who Dares Win, so I'm going to do 100 <laughs> press-ups for each person on the meet-and-greet with yeah. my top off. Oh, nice.
3: It's yeah. one of those phrases that we
1: kind of all know what it means
3: after the show's finished. You stick around, you go up and you have a photograph, you have a bit of a chat yeah. with the people you've seen. It's nice. But there may be people out there who have paid for a meet-and-greet who expect to be greeted at the door by <laughs> you. <At> the, minute, <laughs> the minute you off your off your the car, show yeah. and, and sort of led into the... taken to your seat by torch like you're at the cinema, and then you oh, get the I meet you That what, would be
1: nice, do that i'll park your car for you as well i'll back it in in. you'll be straight out never driving (laughs) who would you
4: pay to do a meet and greet with john yeah is there somebody
1: john
4: i I just just saying i i've said it before on this show but i did pay my brother paid me once to meet flavor flav which i think is quite a good one (laughs) just so you could say you got the time
1: (laughs) yeah really who would you pay Um, to meet john daniel farke obviously yeah all right of course Yeah. yeah. future of football yeah um Yeah, we don't even mention the Bielsa thing anymore. No. Did you ever meet Bielsa? Yeah. We've moved on. Did you ever uh, meet him? Yeah. I di- I did the day wow. he uh left I drove to Thorpe Arch to wait for him on his way out and I had a little card for him oh. and uh I stood in the rain with about four other crying gentlemen <laughs> and uh he came past and it was like a little Fiesta or something it wasn't a fleet of cars yeah. it was a little guy in a Fiesta and he drove past and he 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 said that Marcelo was too upset to come out and speak to us oh. and he gave us a he gave us a signed uh uh, Leeds United card which is still having it's got the little t- teeth marks in it where I put it in my mouth so I could applaud Bielsa oh, away. Really oh, yeah. we with, with you, both you do sound like you were about nine in that story <laughs> <laughs> I was 40 years
3: old yeah <laughs> <laughs> has anybody kept in touch with Andres Clavio the the interpreter because we did enjoy his work because they had a, they were like um Taylor and Burton They had quite a prickly (laughs) relationship because, like, I mean, clearly Bielsa spoke a bit more English than he let on but didn't feel confident enough to give the press conferences. And occasionally um, Andres would would translate and he'd give him a bit of a look saying, oh, I didn't quite say that. And there was always a bit of edge between the two of them, wasn't there?
1: Yeah, he had a lovely smile though, didn't he? He did. Always always forgotten. Yeah, he came back to a game last season. There was still contact there. Maybe he's learning German now. Yeah. <laughs> I think he it's Possibly, yeah, he's quite possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um it's Thursday evening. Uh, Thursday night, 7.30. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's going to be brilliant. And every single penny goes to the Sheffield Children's Hospital, which is one of only three dedicated children's hospitals in the country, and it seems more patients than Great Ormond Street.
3: Fantastic. The Needs Oval help. Hall, Sheffield City Hall, is that right? I yes, the on.
1: City Hall, right in the middle of the town. You can yeah. still smell the bays from the snooker across the square. <laughs> oh, beautiful. Tom Davis,
4: Rosie Jones, Delisa Chaponda, Sean
1: yes. Walsh. And now added, with added Sarah Millican, Sarah Millican. She, you know, it's only going to be, only going to, are you comparing, John? I will um, host, yeah, I'm going oh. to do some football on stage. Um, so yeah. any sports fans in, I will be. There's a, there's currently a Five for Theo challenge that the Children's Hospital are doing, uh, backed by Esme Morgan, the Lioness head of the World Cup. And I've got to do five kick-ups. And I thought, what better than the pressure of doing it in front of 2,000 people yeah. in a live scenario, Sam? So <laughs> You've got five uh, in you, surely. You'd think, yeah. If I have five goes, five, and I'm going to belt it, I'm going to try and get start on walkers. your knees. Start on your Chief knee. That would be resident.
4: my. That would be my uh So, you, did you say because
3: Rod Stewart's got a bit of previous for this, hasn't he? Where well, you do a few keepy-uppies and then you drill one in, <laughs> drill one into the crowd He was saying the other week he's had a he's had about three or four doing those Vegas shows. He's had a, yeah. three or four lawsuits I was, where he's. <laughs> He's followed
1: one in. He's done a lorimer into the crowd. He's hit somebody in the face. I will be using my daughter's inflatable frozen football. So, whichever direction (laughs) I ping it in, it'll go straight upwards and then fly to the left. But I'm going to try and get Dan Walker to come down. It is worth Googling Hmm. Dan Walker's Five for Theo because it's exceptional. I, I hate to say it, but he. He traps the ball on four and flicks it back up to do five. Oh, it's an absolute crazy. work of art. That's I think incredible. it's I think it's CGI or something. So I'm <laughs> going to see if he'll. He lives in Sheffield. I'm going to try and get him down to the gig and get him on stage to prove that that was CGI because I don't believe you can do yeah. that you can't do that and present the news it's not
3: fair i'm gonna i'm gonna give you a, a sort of audio image you now, that if that's a, a, not a, a, a thing but um daniel farker whenever i heard daniel farker speak uh, he sounds to me like he sounds like german kevin peterson
4: oh, right. he sounds, really <laughs> sounds like kp
3: but german kp <laughs> oh, well, we need we need a clip so uh, we'll have to yeah, find yeah we'll have to, have to find a, again, bit of yeah, yeah, yeah. a bit
1: of daniel farker but are you pleased about that or not I am, yeah, I think it's a good, I think it's a sensible appointment, we've taken our time, we've had a long period of sort of, you know, there's this, this been a litany of managers pre-Bielsa, um, where we're sort of trying to find someone from a foreign league that no one had heard of, and it, he's won the league twice, so that, that'll do for me, he knows what he's doing, he knows, he knows the game, he knows the league, he knows the, <laughs> league, he knows the boys, yeah. He's great. He's good for comedy as well. He's got a good comedy voice. Yes. That first interview he did. just looking forward to the smell of cigarettes with the boys. Yeah. That'll do me. Yeah. If you're getting that, if you're getting that post match, that'll do me. I mean, we do need to. Uh, you mentioned there the uh, transfer gossip is is on the website. We could do with a bit of that going on. Yes.
3: You've let a couple of see Aaron's outgoings, gone.
1: yeah. I went to that Spurs
3: Lees game, that sort of ding dong game. Wasn't it 4 3 3 2? I can't remember. It was a good yes. match. Um, but he played well in that. And when he first came in, you thought, oh, they got a player there. But he was slightly diminishing returns, wasn't he?
1: Yeah, it's, it's sort of. I think other teams worked out that if you stand roughly near him, it's probably <laughs> going to fall over. So it's, it's, you get worked out at some point, you know. Those yeah. first few games where people didn't go near him, they, they were great. How has yeah. the
4: uh, vibe been with Fordy since uh, I know he's your dear friend since uh, they stayed up and you went down? Oh, yeah, not even Forrest supporting Matt yeah.
1: Ford, yeah. Well, I, I I sort of we let let's be honest. So you compare last season, of course, we did worse than them. But if you compare first seasons, so we finished top half under Bielsa in our first season, and they they just avoided relegation. So Leeds are still outperforming Forest. <laughs> um, if they make three years, I'll be delighted. But yeah. I I honestly I feel from a bit because I hated last season. I mm. think. We, I think we've won. I think we've won five games since the World Cup. That that's wow. not enough. You can't sustain football on that. So yeah, it was uh, it was an unpleasant. Um, end of season, and I think Forest need to do something to stop that happening again. I think I remember because... going to that Tottenham game though, John, and, and coming away thinking I thought well, Leeds will be all right. I thought
3: you had enough, but then yeah, you had players that didn't, you know, didn't convert the chances. Bamford being injured for a long period of time, a lot of stuff kind of conspired against you, really. But as a team, if everybody had stayed fit and and and, and worked on their finish, it maybe a bit more. You probably would have
1: stayed up. Yeah, we were lucky with injuries. It was a terrible year to go down as well. There's mm. some, with all due respect, <laughs> there's some absolute dross in that league. <laughs> any, any one of the bottom eight clubs can. I mean, look at Villa. They just you set your manager at the right time and you end up qualifying for Europe. It, yeah, it wasn't hard last season to get yourselves together. But I'm looking forward to this year. You know, hmm. it, I absolutely mean it as well. I, you know, I, I love the championship. I love, I love
2: the number <laughs> of games
1: and the Tuesday <laughs> nights and all that. Yeah, I'm, I'm bang up for it. If it weren't for the sort of appetite to get in the premier league i'd love the championship the hawksby and jacobs
3: daily podcast are you a pub exaggerator mm. i'm the fire starter pub <laughs> exaggerator are you are you a pub exaggerator i can you're imagine you're instigator
4: you are. yeah you're you're a man you're a man who loves well, a bit i would of pub suggest that most stand-up comedy is pub exaggerating yeah. because it's the story you would tell with some bits added to make yeah. it sound a bit funnier than it actually was or you know, there was that great character, wasn't there, the, the Paul Whitehouse character, you know, uh,
3: oh, I can't see game in the world, <laughs> the place to sit there, Then yeah, yeah. talked about fishing. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, the reason we bring it up is that a third of UK pub goers apparently admit to exaggerating the stories they tell in their uh, local. I'm sure a man who has no need to do that is star of The Apprentice West Ham fan, uh, Tom Skinner. Good afternoon, Tom. How are you, mate? How you doing? Hey, yeah, Tom. not too bad, not too bad. Or yeah. are you going to admit to being a uh, pub exaggerator? Oh, yeah.
0: Listen, who, who hasn't been to the pub, had a few beers with their pals and told a couple of pies? Let's say, right, we've all done it, haven't we? <laughs> we have all done it.
3: Yes, I'm sure we have. The subjects that people exaggerate about, number one, how funny a night out actually was. Oh, yeah, you should have oh, been yeah. there. Oh, it was what amazing. A night.
0: What a night. <laughs> Uh That is probably,
3: I can understand why that's top,
4: can't you, really? That's because they have not been out of me. They come out of me to have a good night, you know what I mean? <laughs> this has been created by fosters. Oh yeah. And with a polygraph examiner, so that's a lie detector test, isn't it? Mm. To create the cock and bull detector. That's 39% of those called out for exaggerating their incredible tales say so they're, so they're actually, and oh, this is the God on its truth. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yes, uh, on my brother's eyes. This is
3: absolutely true. Uh, the other ones, how much they spent on things, people definitely exaggerate oh, yeah. that. How many partners they've had, oh well. Uh, how many times they got chatted up on a night out, um overstating how fancy their holiday hotel was oh, honestly well, it was nice. all these anyway um yes and <laughs> uh, so if, if you go what's the, if you do go in for a bit of an exaggerate tom is there one that you turn to is there one that you often exaggerate over
0: you know what i've, got? I've actually got a i've got a real story mm-hmm. oh, yeah. that everyone thinks is a liar but i i actually done it on the lie detector test the cock and ball test and it's it was proven to be true but last year me my wife sinead yeah. um our really good family friend kimberly and and our other good friend Rylan, you know right clark oh, yeah, tell you, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. we've all we've all gone out as a four ball we've gone to a place called little italy in Soho. oh for yeah, dinner. yeah very nice yeah and we are we are having a great time loads of beers loads of wine great food having a laugh now me and ryan have walked out the front and there's a group of lads, Bramon, wearing up Ryland's headquarters, middle of Soho. Oh, Everyone yeah. loves him there. <laughs> a group of lads are walking down the road towards his nearest pointing and going, No, you see me, see me, see him. And he's given me a little elbow and gone, Tom, one day you'll be like this. <laughs> yeah. They've come marching home and gone, Tom, we love you, we love you. <laughs> They've given Ryland the phone, standing around and gone, bosh with me. <laughs> uh, and he's looking, he's got the right thumb. Anyway, so, that's made my night, hasn't it? I've come in, I've gone here, babe, you ain't going to believe this. Everyone's laughing. And I went, one day, Ryland, you'll be like me. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Nice Lovely one, stuff. yeah, yeah very nice indeed.
0: indeed. So,
3: um, how are you feeling about life as a West Ham fan at the moment, Tom?
0: Oh, I mean, it's, uh, it's uh, obviously off a high. I was actually out in uh, North Carolina mm. um, managing the West Ham Legends team just oh. before just before the Prague game. And yeah. I was the plan was to get home, go straight to Prague. But my wife... Um, we we had our twins a month early. Mm-hmm. So she's run me while I'm in America manager in West Ham and gone and gone, Tom, like I'm with the doctor, she's crying her eyes out. I said, What's <laughs> the matter? Put a doctor on the phone. The doctor's gone, look, we've just had a done a done a routine checkup to book in the uh looking when they're going to be due. And uh, one of the, one of the twins heart rates really dropped Tom. So we got to get the babies out emergency right now. I said, well, I'm in North Carolina managing West Ham and uh, they went, oh, you better get back. So I had to get, I had to get two flights back. And uh, we, yeah, we, we, my wife gave birth to little Dala and little Roma ah, and uh, got back there a few hours afterwards. And they've just, they're home now they've come out of hospital. They've been in the ICU cause they was, they was early, but my wife's healthy. The twins are healthy, but I, I, I missed I missed uh, I missed going out, out, out for the uh European conference which was right. which I came about but, but the babies but the babies are well That's you know the most I mean? important thing. Yeah, every time
4: they misbehave in the next you yeah. know, twenty five years. I miss I miss I Prague for you. it could be another fifty years till it happens again. Um Come on.
3: Uh, when uh, who turns out for the legends then, Tom? Yeah. Who turns out for were the Hammers legends these oh, days? Brilliant.
0: We had like just to name a few, Marlon Harewood, mm. Anton Ferdinand, mm-hmm. Jimmy Walker. Elliot Wall, like all great, great lads, you know. And um, we just had a I was only there, I was only there a few days. I Only got to manage one game before having to having to fly back. But I remember on on the um on the day that obviously I've had the news, I'm, I'm an emotional wreck. I'm crying, I think I'm gonna lose my wife, lose the twins. Mm. So we've dropped all the all the players off down at the stadium, and I've got back on the bus, gone, mate, take me to the airport. I've gone mm. to the airport and Penny brand's gone, right, lads, let's do this for Tom. Tom, good luck, good luck, to you and your wife. And I'm on the way to the airport and I'm all emotional and I'm upset. And I've got, I've got to the um to the to the airport and they've gone, when's the next flight? They've gone, Tom, the next flight is in four hours, and you've got to fly to over to um Pennsylvania and then mm. fly back to Ethere. That way I thought, oh, I've got four, four hours left. I've rung her up and said, babe, I've got I've got a flight, don't worry. I've then gone back to the stadium, run down the stairs, and they're literally about to kick uh, to kick off. And I've jumped over the barrel, I've gone, lads, I'm back. They've gone, well done, Tom. <laughs> and I've given the best motivational speech of my life. This is my big been a West Ham fan my whole life to be in in, a, in with players that I've watched growing up and I've loved and idolised. And I've give them the best speech. I've ever given my life listen right Marnie I remember you from back in the day like just, just got on and on it was fantastic like there was almost tears in everyone's eyes <laughs> we got battered 4-2 <laughs> <laughs> should have stayed at the airport
3: yeah
0: I love it.
4: <laughs>
3: now before we let you go we got a little job for you it's Celebrity Combination oh, Lock yeah, we'll nice. explain all after we brought the intro here we go
0: Celebrity Combination Lock with your hosts Paul Hawkesby, and lock keeper
3: Charlie Baker yes. Yeah, celebrity combination lock. It's a pretty straightforward game. We're trying to open a combination lock, Tom. It is as simple as that. There's four digits on it. We're trying to get into our assistant producer's locker. Yeah, his gym he's gear's left in, his there, kit in there. Yeah. And he's, he went out and had a few beers and probably lied in the pub about <laughs> some of his stories afterwards. And, um, and so we're trying to get it open. So we need four numbers. And our producer, yeah. who uh, has just rushed in with a lock, also needs to send me. Uh, the most oh, recent, oh, yes, the most recent details of our people have done when they're played to the Who, who played it
4: last week? Do you remember who played it last week? No, we forget our celebrities, of course, Paul. It Luke Kempny, impressionist, one eight nine five. Yeah, I think he said last week. That's, and think, yes, that's correct. A, and he got three it's numbers one to correct. A chance of getting it right isn't it. Well,
3: you've, you've got a chance. Oh, I think one Luke Kempner, who played last week is the closest any celebrity has been. Yes. He got three numbers... Co- no, he didn't. OK, well, oh, no,
4: he it's didn't. coming. Oh, okay, OK, the producer we'll is uh, yes, sending yes, us is the information. Ten million combinations. No, really. I know, I
0: know <laughs> you've, worked, gonna,
4: you've worked it out. We're going to make it. it we doing the worst game ever. You should do this on the, the store. Only. You we're should do this on the store. Lock gonna, something up on your market store. Lock something up. If you can get the combination lock correct... Let me give you the closest anybody has got. It was comedian and Arsenal fan
3: Ian So, let me give you the numbers, Tom. Give you a chance. 1895, Ian said. Three correct numbers... Three in the correct place. So one eight nine five. Three of those are in the right spot, and they are the right numbers. So you really just need to change one of those numbers, with a chance to open in the lock. So what would you like to go for? One eight nine five. Say three correct. Three in the right place. One nine eight five. Okay, let's uh, let's put those numbers in. Here we go. One. Yeah. Nine.
0: Nine. Yeah. Yeah. eight, Eight. Five. Five.
4: Yeah, one eight five. Here we are, Tom Skinner. There we go. Tom Skinner. Does he unlock the lock? Don't knock the lock, Tom. He won't knock the lock. He definitely would not knock the lock.
3: Oh! What a shame, Tom. It Bad wasn't luck, right. Tom. It was a decent guess. Um, let's see how many you got right. Three. 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 Okay. Three how many numbers. in the correct place there? One. Oh. oh, okay. Well, look, three correct, but only so close. one in the right place. So. Uh, Unlucky Tom. Um, thank you for playing. It's been good to talk to you. Thank you. And hopefully we'll catch up with you during the season to talk a bit of West Ham. Love that. Thank you guys. Cheers, Tom. Cheers, Tom. The There's yeah, Tom Bosch. Skinner there. I to say Bosch. I think you, think, well, you, I think you have it. to say Bosch. You said it for both
4: of us. As I've said it for. Okay, right. Well, yeah. You don't want to get okay. in on the Tom Skinner, brand. It's a group Bosch. I don't a, want to. A, a group Bosch. Okay. I don't want to
3: double Bosch. <laughs> uh, you've Bosch for us. So uh, there we are. That's the voice of Colin McFarlane, of course, the voice of the Cube, and indeed the yes. voice. Of the lock, and Colin's going to be popping in again on Thursday to see it. what a voice oh, that is. Oh, perfect! not yeah, voice. Yeah. So we have uh, Colin will be with us on uh, Thursday. But our thanks to Tom. Uh, that was celebrity combination lock. You may be out there knowing what it is. Often we get people coming on straight away saying, "I know the
4: answer." I will say, pe- a lot of people have messaged me about the lock. They tried to knock the lock, so I, Im- well, imme- I immediately block them if they knock yeah, the lock. Block. Not lock. the lock, and you're blocked. Exactly, basically the thing. <laughs> That's the story. No one's ever sent me the right number, Paul. Really?
1: The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices
2: Real extreme darkness. <laughs> A lot of laughs.
3: Y'all weird, but you, yeah, you, you were different.
2: And so much more. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.
0: The Hawksby and
3: Jacobs Daily Podcast. We've had it confirmed that uh, that Tom. Uh, did knock the lock but as I said I, I'm I'm kind of with him it was yeah. it was there to be knocked it was a bit of a shambles you look at opinion. the rules of.
0: this is what he you said, said. Okay, why 10 million <laughs>
4: combinations
0: I know no, 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 you've,
4: you've worked it out we're going to make it out. We we're do the do it. This. worst game
3: ever the worst game ever I mean it's, it's not been knocked it's been absolutely
0: <sighs> the lock has been reset
4: okay well sorry Tom that's the responsibility I'm afraid we're so close Paul yeah and the lock has been reset now, away from the
3: world of sport today, Charlie, although it's not really because they were a football team. We all remember the dramatic, I made films about it, of course, yeah. uh, the uh, dramatic flooding of the cave in Thailand where the young football team were rescued. Oh, yes, yes. Um, the surviving uh, members of the football team went back to the flooded cave no. to five years on to reenact it. Yeah, 12 young footballs and their coach entered the blimey I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that would you? i mean really i just it started raining she got outside. out once. yeah
4: <laughs> you'd think. i mean you know i'm what? sure
3: i'm sure there was that since then but i just immediately thought i'm not i'm not doing you that don't tempt um it. now uh the other thing was from the world of tennis and we're going to keep you in touch with wimbledon uh, throughout the afternoon is uh tim henman oh, has yeah. been
4: uh, talking about uh the cry that he often gets the landlord no my, my landlord Paul. He's, you know, he's the landlord of my of my village pub. Is he really? He's the, well, he's the owner. He's the owner. I don't know if he's the landlord, but he's the owner. Of my you... Village pub, Tim. So I won't hear work bad word against him. No, I'm not going to have a pop at him. Yeah. Do you see much of him? I see him around. Saw him putting his bins out the other day, shirtless. Really? Oh, yeah. you know, hey, putting the, the bins out shirtless, yeah. <laughs> Henman. Really? Saw him the other day. I was. Is uh, he still yeah. in good nick? Oh, really good nick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I Chiseled. I, I was thinking I'd I'd mm. put the bins out shirtless. Yeah, you think? If I look like do you think that? he had a shirt on and then? <laughs> took it off to do the bins well it's you know, a bit of a treat for some of the people in the village isn't it yeah well, catch it sounds him at like, the right sounds time sounds like you were quite well, impressed I was quite very impressed um, he said does he get fed up when people shout come on Tim oh gosh to you him. imagine it have you ever shouted that oh, to I've him I've been so I've been so close because I'm calling so cause, today because if, you, if you're going behind him if you're going yeah. behind him in the car around, a bit slow around the village oh or, yeah yeah <laughs> 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 it would be <laughs> tempting wouldn't it it's so tempting Paul but I can't get barred from the pub yeah
3: he said, "When was the last time somebody shouted it at him?" They asked him, and he said, "This morning, just as I was arriving and walking in." But I think a bit like that scene in Father Ted with Richard Wilson, you know, Victor Meldrew I think it, it, Tim should have the freedom to go out and punch him right in the face. <laughs> oh, oh, really? I it's a allowed. free pass. It's a free, free pass uh, because they say it never gets old well it does. <laughs> it does. I mean, uh, but he doesn't seem to have a problem. He said it's a daily occurrence, but it's all okay. I've copyrighted the phrase, so it's. All good. He can't. He can't copyright can. the phrase. You Come on, Tim. Well, yeah, I think you could. You could Come. absolutely. So can. you know, uh, you know, hats and t-shirts yeah. and stuff like that. Come yeah. on, Tim. It's yeah. all. It's all sort of down to him. Yeah, yeah.
4: not bad at all. Well, so good luck to him. I
3: think a free pass. Merch. It's one, of, it's one of those phrases that gives him a free pass to get somebody by the throat if they do it, especially I mean, if,
4: if they did it, fear of coming. People used to do it when Andy Murray was playing.
3: Yes, well, that's, that's that, that was even worse. That's the whole point of it, isn't it? Really, absolutely. that's what makes dreadful. it even. Even more annoying.
4: So get in the
3: hole. Yeah, you, is that one. Free punch Any, in the face. says that uh, a golfer, yeah. You can take a nine iron to him. Is yeah. that? Is that? I mean, no, not I that we advocate so. violence. We're talking <laughs> figuratively. There are certain things that yeah. Be the
4: club. Get in the hole. Just a little story from team. the weekend, Paul. I'm not saying the two the two are linked, but no. uh, I would like to know your your uh, opinion on mm. this. Uh, played cricket Sunday and we lost uh, on the last ball. So, on the penultimate ball. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, by two runs. Um, mm. But earlier in the innings One of their blokes Absolutely 100% nicked it Right 100% mm. nicked yeah, it Yeah, yeah, yeah didn't hear it Bloke didn't walk Right Absolutely, definitely nicked it We lost by two runs, right End of the match Bloke goes over and says Sorry, I did nick it Right To the person who bowled it, right Right after yeah, the event, been play, after the event, probably Paul. playing on his mind. He probably felt very know, guilty after about it. the event, Paul. Yeah, doesn't doesn't mean should, should give us the game, shouldn't it? <sighs> well,
3: it's difficult to do that at that stage, isn't it? It's not the first time that's happened. I, I mean, know. that's happened a lot like in professional cricket, where yeah. they say to a fielder, "There was what was it? It was a famous game, Mackerel, or or John will know if they're listening today. It's a famous game where it might have even been an Ashes match. It was England Australia game." south africa australia anyway the, the cricket experts will know but uh, the, the the batsman said to the fielder slip fielder did uh, did you catch that and he said mm-hmm. yeah caught it caught it clean and it took his word and, and walked off yeah
4: and afterwards he said no nah, i didn't mm-hmm. do it i <laughs> grounded it.
3: it was just yeah the
4: so thing is I'm, the I, I started to look around and sort of say well shouldn't we sort of say something and then it was no it's fine absolutely no one else was wow. bothered it's so yes, only me so i, I felt saw a like york I...
3: cricket club today apologizing saying because it was one of those things they issued an apology in a sort of black background in big letters oh, saying right, yeah. after the events of saturday we thought it only right that yeah. we should apologise for uh, the events. And I think it was team against Sesse, they were called, the other team in the okay. Yorkshire League. Uh, the events mm-hmm. in the Sesse Cricket Club game the other day. Sometimes in the heat, the moment we forget about the spirit of cricket. Yeah. I'll paraphrase yeah. it. Mm-hmm. and uh, cause, So that leads you to go back and find out what happened. Yeah. And effectively, what happened was, and this is in Yorkshire, a, a few days after, a week after what happened with Johnny Bairstow, all the talk yeah. of what had been going on. Um... The guy, a guy came out and they uh, were batting. Uh, they put on a, a pretty decent total, and uh, what well, the guys at the other end got scored, got his fifty, and uh, the guy backing up sort of put his bat down, ground his bat, and then walked out to celebrate with uh, his teammate who yeah. got the fifty, and uh, they run him out. No, <laughs>
4: yeah,
3: run him out. No. And it stood after all. Yeah, so the two up is that classic <sighs> thing: the umpires coming together and saying, "Well." By the letter of the law, um, we have to. Yeah, maybe you went just drop the spirit of so the cricket ca- altogether. Captain, captain didn't bother um, sort of withdrawing the appeal, and off the fellow
4: went. Wow! And like, in Yorkshire, after what happened to yeah. Johnny Baerster. Well, so maybe you know. maybe that's how we make cricket a little bit more exciting. Let all that happen. Yeah, yeah. just I mean, let so it all go
3: on. One of the best that we we did. Andy and I did a cricket show years and years ago under the floodlights for the good people at Norwich Union. So oh, still still nice. paying out for still you, there. folks. Oh, all nice. those years on. <laughs> And we got some great old stories of Skullduggery in the world of cricket. And there was this old Duffer umpire. He was a very old boy. And you could always catch him out. So, basically, um, uh, as you bowled, if we had a fielder near him, the bowler would come in, fielder would be near him, and if it looked like we were going to try and play the ball and miss, somebody would just go, just click their fingers, really and then shout, him. how's that? that and like he'd go, oh, I heard bowling. something. <laughs> and) he's,
4: it's always a little click, little click the fingers. Yeah. Wow, what a good That's idea! To catch him Never up. thought so,
3: of doing that. So much for the spirit of the game. Anyway, you've are. been telling us this afternoon. John Barryman, the well-known actor, uh, John uh, went in for uh, uh, Celebrity uh, SAS. Who dares wins. Yes. Show that Charlie was chucked had a part. light pencil, Penciled. light pencil. But John lasted less than thirty minutes. He walked away from it. Uh, Woody says, "I got a job in McDonald's when I was sixteen. He did a Barryman. Turned up for my first day, and they said my shoes were the wrong kind." Oof what well, they were the big red clown shoes surely <laughs> yeah. they were the right yeah, kind see, that yeah. bloke out the front's wearing <laughs> them right. yeah. uh, I said okay don't worry I'll go and change him, I'll be back Never went back. it has been there five minutes. I went for an induction at a factory, says Mike in Arbroath. I walked in. The smell was awful. I looked around at the other inductees. It reminded me of, reminded me of the Star Wars cantina. <laughs> <laughs> I walked straight back. The oh, job wasn't really for me. 90 seconds.
4: 90 seconds. That's some looked,
3: induction. This isn't for me. No it Okay so real. let us know Have you done a Barryman Less than 30 minutes In, in a particular well,
4: Yeah Early uh, Early retreats Tell us your stories sure. Carl, you're a Liverpool fan No that isn't the lock Oh okay That, isn't, fair that isn't the lock numbers People are trying to guess them now The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast
1: Uppercut from a-
0: We want to make fights happen for our guys, and Tyson's been training constantly for a fight, so it'll be a massive game-changer. I'm the boxing heavyweight champion, UFC heavyweight champion. And we're going to find out who is the baddest motherf***er on the planet. With a oh! oh, goes the room. Francis Ngannou has arrived!
2: Oh. One of the most electric fighters in the world, and Dana White was only paying him 500k. He deserves big
3: paydays. Big, strong guy, full of muscles, and... Very accurate, very big puncher. So, you know, it'll, it
1: would definitely make for an interesting brawl, that's for sure. It's Francis Ngannou, game changer. I
0: guarantee you, you'll say to me in a couple of weeks, that's a game changer.
3: Yes, it's official. It's just been announced that Tyson Fury is going to fight the former UFC heavyweight champion Francis Ngannou. Which is taking place in Saudi Arabia on October the 28th. And it's under Boxing rules oh, uh, we maybe got a window on that yesterday when you know what it's like you're driving along the street and you think I'll oh, pull over I'll do a bit of shadow boxing yeah. we've all done it haven't we we've all done it <laughs> Charlie's it's... just
2: done it out there with yeah, me yeah, mate yeah, he's yeah, it's literally Spen- been going yeah, for Spencer it Spencer's
3: just
4: giving me a full great
3: wow. boxing lesson I walked out there. back into the studio uh, to find Spencer and Charlie
4: having a fight no, no, no. Well, a play well, fight Spencer t- was showing me where to move where to bob set when setting, to the leave, traps, setting the, set me in the trap, setting the like taking him down bringing him over the top a snake charmer out there he was I was all
2: over
3: the place so Oh so, yeah, when, when Tyson Fury pulled his car over and started not just shadow boxing, but lifting the knee, sticking the nut in, we thought, well, that's not Marquis at Greensbury. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Spencer Oliver's joined us, of course, former fighter and uh, one of our top team here at TalkSport on the boxing front. And I don't know, Spencer, I just, I, I said yesterday, I sort of despair of this, really. There are so many good fights out there to be had, yet here we are with bit of a freak show really or is that a, too you know, strong
2: well yes, yeah, probably a bit strong if i'm honest <laughs> but do you know where i'm at with it last week when it was announced well when, when i heard about this fight gonna happen it wasn't announced at that time but i heard that this was a possibility it was gonna happen i thought do you know what a disappointment setting because we all want that undisputed title fight that you know hasn't happened for the last three years for one reason or another politics has got in the way um you know, we fought a few times it was going to be so close that we got Anthony Joshua versus Tyson Fury. That, that collapsed. Tyson Fury versus Alexander Usyk. That collapsed. And then all of a sudden we get Francis Ngannou, the UFC champion. And you think, really? Is that what I want? And I didn't want it. But now no. I've had time to process it and think about it. Actually, I think it's quite a fun fight to be fair. I think it's something, it's, it's a crossover fight. Ngannou's never been in the ring before. So I know the boxing <laughs> fans are going to be, the boxing mm. fans are going to be disappointed. But I think once they Digest it, process it, and see it, and take it for what it is. It's going to be a bit of fun. And Garan, who's he's a big guy, he's heavy-handed. Will he beat Tyson Fury? Definitely not. Yeah. I think that Tyson Fury goes out and does a number. But I think this is all about all roads leading to Saudi Arabia undisputed. I think we do get Tyson Fury versus Alexander rusik I think that happens probably next year, mm-hmm. early part of next year. I think we get Anthony Joshua versus Deontay Wilder this this year, possibly in December. You're are that confident, are you? I I'm, mean, well, I'm, well, I'm, I'm not that I'm, confident. I just got, I've, I've got hope a feeling. You're right. that, yeah, I think that Anthony Joshua, as we know, has been announced now. He's fighting August twenty second mm. against um, Dillian White. Fair play to him for stepping up the, and taking that challenge because that is a tough fight. We've got that live on Talksport as well. It's a really tough fight, and. Um, one that I respect Joshua for taking, but he needs to regain that confidence that's needed if he's going to box the likes of Deontay Wilder, Tyson Fury. So he's doing that. Uh, Tyson Fury needed an out-in. He needed to get out. He couldn't come to any sort of agree, agree, any terms or conditions with any of the fighters. I think Andy Ruiz, who he's meant to be fighting, he was hoping to fight in the summer. That fell through because Ruiz was out pricing himself 20 million quid he wanted. So Fury's been... I mean, I think a lot of people will be sitting here saying...
3: Why can't they make these fights happen? Mm. It's probably a bit simplistic, and it is boxing politics, but it seems to be
2: getting in the way so yeah. much. Do you know what? It's, it's it's all about it's all about the pound notes, Paul. I think mm. that these fights are not like Tyson Fury is the number one heavyweight on the planet as it's as we speak, and I think that everybody recognises that right now. We want that undisputed title fight, but when you're fighting Tyson Fury, all of a sudden the fighters think, well, he's getting X Y Z, so I want twenty million quid. They just pluck a number out of the sky, and you go mm. twenty million quid. Mm. Really, you're getting the opportunity, and when you get the opportunity, you know you should be accepting that. For you know, why is three million quid not good enough? Why is five million? Mm. Why 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 do you have to outprice yourself? And that's why we're not getting the fights because you know the, the 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 monies are too high, and you understand that Tyson Fury's you know he he's he's the cash cow right now. He's the guy that you know does command the money because he's the number one heavyweight on the planet. He has to be paid. So there's only a certain amount of money in the pot. I, th- I think what, what people
4: I feel sorry for are. Died in the all. boxing fans, proper sports fans, you know, not the not the people who just sort of take a passing interest in boxing and maybe watch one or two fights a year. But mm. The proper boxing fans, they want their sport to be represented at the highest level. And you yep. say it's a fun fight. They don't want fun. They want sport. They Charlie, want, you're they right. Want,
2: they want top level mm. boxing matches. You're right. But that's what I'm saying. I think all roads lead to Saudi Arabia. I think we're going to get <clears> that. Yeah. We are going to get the Tyson Fury-Alexander Usyk fight. We know that Skills Challenge, the, the promoters out there, are very close to making these fights happen. We are going to get Anthony Joshua versus Deontay Wilder. spoke to Eddie Hearn yesterday, actually, and he said, that deal is off, and that's why you got to respect Anthony Joshua. If Joshua loses to uh, Dillian White, Dillian White sees it's a huge opportunity. He rolled the dice early. But if Anthony Joshua does come through that fight, we do get Deontay Wilder versus... Um, Anthony Joshua, mm. and I, and we will get and, um, Tyson Fury versus Alexander Usyk as well. So, in the meantime, he's got to tick over with yeah. a fight. He couldn't find anyone to sort of come to the table and agree terms. So he thought, you know what? There's the offer there Saudi Arabia, 28th of October. They're offering good money. I'll take it. So, from a business point of view, you go to Fury Fair Play, mm-hmm. you know, because boxing is, you know, it's, yeah. it's one of those, games. ultimately, it's a business. What about and legacy? About earning...
3: Where does legacy fit Yeah, that's this?
2: that's exactly it, Paul. There you go. Where, where are you going? So, he's going, like, I'm going to take the money, but this is not about the legacy. This is not a legacy fight. This is a ticking over fight. I think the legacy comes when we get these guys, you know, when we get this semi-final and final out in Saudi Arabia. I think that's where legacy, Um, you know, you have to fight every fighter of your modern era to create a yeah, legacy. Yeah. And and we're going to get that. But in the meantime, each guy needs to tick over. So Fury's, you know, he's got this fight. And I think it's a fun crossover fight. I, listen, it'll be entertaining. I'm sure people will watch it. I mean, you say a tick-over fight, but then
3: surely a boxing match. I mean, what, what are we likely to get when we've looked at these crossover fights before? Mm-hmm. They've, you know, the boxers. Uh, you know, this, you know, this is they. This is what they know. This is their thing. So he'll just completely outbox
2: this fella. Well, let's
3: absolutely
2: outbox him. He won't be able to get near yeah. him. I'm guessing. I mean, look. Let's use Floyd Mayweather versus um, Conor McGregor yeah. as an example. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. a crossover fight. Sure. McGregor was the best of his time of, of his weight, and um, yeah, Mayweather dealt with him, didn't he? But it was entertaining, got huge numbers. But Floyd's been everybody. Floyd's got yeah. absolutely nothing to prove. Well, so Tyson Fury has as well, to be fair, because he's not—he's not lost either, there he has is, But there are other fights out there in the world. Yeah, of but boxing. I think—that's what I'm saying, Paul. I think they're down the road. I mm. think that—I I think they are putting all the wheels in motion to make those fights happen. I think we're very close to that—that that happening. But Tyson needs to be active. He needs to get out. You know he's not boxed for a while yeah. and, and, and you know he needs to he needs to get the ring rust off before going into these massive fights so i do understand it but like i say from a, it's going to be disappointing from your boxing fan because they're going to be like really mm. you know we want this undisputed fight and we won't accept anything else but that but actually nganu look he's a big lad he'll bring it but that, yeah i think the, hmm. the, the the disappointing thing is he's never been in a boxing ring he's been in the cage and that's where but the UFC, that's where he's in trouble.
4: You know, if you look at the UFC, the best have to fight the best.
2: Yeah, that's part of their
4: contract. Yeah. Yeah. You, you fight the best, so the, the best people fight, don't they? Mm, yeah, yeah. Well, know, there's this there's why, basically one
2: promoter. That's yeah, why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think he couldn't come to uh, agreed terms and conditions within the UFC. I think his contract ran out in January of this year. And so he's a free agent. And this fight with Tyson Fury, obviously the Saudis have liked the idea of that crossover stuff. Tyson Fury fancies it. And Garlu definitely fancies it. I've seen him at a couple of boxing shows. Um and like I say, yeah, we'll see how it goes. But what do you think the undercard will be? Good point. I've not thought that far yet. Yeah. I'm just yeah. sort of it's a yeah.
3: boxing match, so yeah. you imagine I it'll think, be it'll be other fights. Yeah, I think it'll, I think, stable, I guess.
2: I think we'll get some good fights on the on the mm. undercard. I think look like, if we use Jake Paul and Tommy Fury as an example of the last time we was out in Saudi Arabia, a lot of people were like, Really, is this like top of a bill fight? On the undercard of that one that uh Magabu, who Tony Bellew once knocked out, who was the WBC champion, and he was he was boxing on, on the undercard of that one. So, mm. you know, yeah, I think they will. I think they will go for it. I yeah, think pla- He boxed Badu platform, Jack actually. Yeah. Badu Jack ended up winning the title yeah. off him.
4: You can pl- you can platform people. Can't oh, you, I absolutely. Suppose. You know, if you've got to try and get a fighter to break through the eyeballs that that gets, you can platform <laughs> the them. The big yeah.
2: the big fight will get massive eyeballs. Yeah. And, you know, because of that crossover. You know, it, it, it's an intriguing fight, and I think if you. If you stack a good undercard on it, and then you go, well, listen, it's, it's worth watching. Mm. It's entertainment at the end of the day, you know. It's prize fighting, and that's what we want to see. We'll definitely get entertainment with Tyson Fury yeah. in and Francis yeah, Ngannou. Yeah.
3: He'll sell it. He'll sell it hard. You know, he's he's good at that. But the build up will be it's just. It leaves it leaves a bit of a nasty taste in the mouth simply because the boxing politics seems to be stopping. The, but I, I, look, I, I, the fact that you're optimistic about these fights getting made early next year, later this year, is great. So yeah. yeah. I really hope that's you're great. right. Mm. Just a quick one on. Um, Dubois sick? Do you give Dubois a chance? I do
2: actually. I do give him a chance. I, look, he's young. He's fearless. And he'll go in there and he'll give it a shot. He knows what he's got to do. He's actually training in my gym in Finchley, actually, under Don Charles. They're out in Spain at the moment. They're in training camp out in Spain. They've got good sparring going on over there. He's in great shape. Look, we all know he's got a mountain to climb when he goes in against Alexander Usyk, who's proven. You know, we saw that against Anthony Joshua. He's proven against the bigger guys as well. But Dubois, like I say, he's quick, he's heavy-handed, and he's just got to roll the dice and go in there and give it a real shot. So he's a big underdog. Not getting away with that, but I do give him a shot, definitely. It's not one of those ones where you go, yeah, well, you know, if it was, if he was to turn Usyk over, it wouldn't be like, wow, unbelievable. You know, upsets happen in heavyweight boxing. Douglas, Tyson, you know, we go back yeah. many, many years, but it does happen, you know. Um, we saw Lennox Lewis getting knocked out a couple of times, the same, Rackman knocks him out. So, look, it's it's a tough job, it's a tough ask, but I know that he's in great shape, and I know he's going there, and he's going to win. Uh, so when will we
3: see the two guys together? When, when Tyson and uh, Agarnu will get together for a press conference, a bit like we
2: saw yesterday. That will be lively, I would think. <laughs> Absolutely. Listen, listen yeah. That's what I'm saying for the entertainment factor. To, and, and Francis and exactly the same as well. They're both very entertaining characters. So it's going to be, a, it, yeah, it would be a fun build-up, that's for sure. Mm. That's for sure. When will we see them together? I think now they've announced it. I think they'll probably be next week sometime.
3: Okay. Before then, Francis and should definitely look up the word Dosser. <laughs> because he, <laughs> yeah. he's going to get he's going to get called it a lot over the next few months,
1: isn't it? <laughs> good to, a good, good to see you, Spencer. And yeah, Thank thanks you, so Spencer. much. Thank guys. you.
3: Yeah, Spencer Oliver there, and uh, yeah, we'll keep an eye on that one. 28th of October. Then it's just been confirmed in Riyadh Saudi Arabia Francis Ghanu and Tyson Fury—it it is happening
4: Ooh, the yeah, they are. Hell, wow, good luck to him. got to make some money showbiz and money
3: Paul that's, that's boxing true. yeah it's true it is showbiz and so uh, what, what did you make of Charlie finally Spence you saw his oh, moves there good. you think he's got a chance well, do you know what? can we have I'm, him on the undercard Paul I'm glad
2: you threw it in, out there mate because I didn't know he's got a hidden talent actually he's he's well. come out there and what he was doing was he was doing the old like so do you remember Thomas Hearns do you remember Thomas Tommy Hearns, Hearns yeah. so oh, people that yeah. be listening to this now they'll be visualising Thomas Hearns tall what is he yeah. 6162 yeah, welt weight long arms that. had that range and yeah, he used to hold his yeah, arm out didn't he hold yeah, his arm out he yeah. was yeah. doing That he was doing keeping like you away yeah he was just he was keeping the range but there was movement there you know there was natural ability there and i'm <laughs> going well i'll tell you what i feel a million dollars now charlie listen, where's man, your gym charlie, tell me your gym is yeah. again I'm coming down, down there fincy mate fincy, abc Get go down there gloves.
3: Yeah, Charlie the Hitman Baker. You're, you could be yeah. his Burgess Meredith. You can be riding yeah, alongside him on the, the river, the What are you waiting the for? The, bomb, the bomber yeah. Baker. There a, you go. The bomber, bomber Baker. bomber
4: Baker. Yeah, bomber. Nice. Yeah. We'll like yeah we like it. We've got to find a fight. We've, to got find, we've got to find plenty someone. of people on the text board. We'll find someone for you to fight. <laughs> Cheers, Spencer. Thanks yeah, for Yeah, thanks, nice. guys. <laughs> the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Charlie is too lovely. If he was a boxer, yeah. he'd have a name like Charlie Fairy Cake Baker. Fe- Much more suitable Charles that's rogerry
3: cake baker that's that's that's, that's sort of yeah, one yeah. of the names you'd have in are you being yeah, served yeah. Temp- if there was a, tempting a box, them in if there was a boxing match at Grace brothers <laughs> really it's uh, there them route in though, you
4: know giving them the uh, yeah know, making them think I'm not up to it Charlie the butcher baker um I don't think I fancy it a boxing match no I don't think i I, I don't you know maybe one i'm what would it take? Well, how much for you to get knocked well, it depends out? Depends who I'm fighting. I know well, if you were like if someone said hundred grand, Paul, yeah. hundred grand to uh, to go to in be the punched ring, punched in be the face, be knocked out, out. repeatedly. Pro- yeah, <laughs> but who buy? But who buy? Spencer, yeah, Spencer knocked me out in about five. Seconds. I know. Yeah, you think would you would you take I the used uh, to, take
3: the purse? I, years, years and years ago, I used to uh, do a little bit of work with Terry Marsh, who was oh, former yeah. world champion. I remember him. Yeah, yeah, and Terry taught me through one of his fights once. Yeah. And as he did it he kind of he said so I've, and he was throwing the punches. Oh, no. Um not at me yeah. but just saying because we were talking about the guy fought and I could feel the wind whizzing <laughs> past my face. And he wasn't a big man Terry
4: but you know I wouldn't have taken no, him no, on. No, it's just but a bit, well, um, even that then genu- so even, genuinely then that with Spencer out, yeah, out there I was sort of like a fake sparring and then mm. he sort of it got a little bit more serious from him and he sort of started doing what he and it was all well, over the place bamboozled be, uh, Andy Andy decided to, to do a bit of self defence there was an incident in Andy's
3: life a few years okay. ago that happened at Chelsea and he decided he didn't like the fact he couldn't defend himself mm. so he started having some boxing lessons Okay, yeah, and uh, a, a proper ABA coach came in uh, that he, he he got in touch yeah. and uh, his ABA coach uh, came in, lovely guy, and he would work with Andy. I mean, it's brilliant. It's brilliant fitness. Yeah. Uh, forgetting that, just it's great fitness as a, as a sport. And Andy did get a lot fitter. But he did learn to box. Did he? Well, you know, he, he got the... Yeah. And um, the, the coach Simon would sort of teach him stuff and they'd be... Uh, and then one day, Andy got a shot in <laughs> and he's clocked the trainer. Yeah. Caught no, him I'm right nice. in the nose. Caught him. But, you know, the... The inst- instinct kicked in. Instinct kicked in. <laughs> oh no! And he's—I want to say leathered Andy, but he's landed a couple of shots. Said, okay. You've landed one yeah, on yeah. me. Yeah. You ding, get ding. one back. <laughs> it was the last time he ever did that. <laughs> yeah, I bet it was. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't think I'll do So it.
4: maybe you could. I mean, fight Andy. I don't think Andy. I don't. I don't think it's a good look. No, it wouldn't be to good fight it. Andy. It wouldn't be great to be honest. No, I don't I think be... so. It wouldn't be great maybe, i mean maybe plymouth on. argyle fan josh widdicombe oh is that what you'd like make oh, no, it a no kind i'm not trying to say west country grudge you know, maybe, you know uh, yeah i don't know if there's any there's no famous ex yeah. fan they
3: did that didn't they did they pro no fans didn't they didn't they, they never did pro celebrity boxing it was one uh, of the pro
4: celebrity formats that never really took know. off ricky gervais <laughs> oh yeah they did that. <laughs> biggest one. comedian in the world the fight they did that for they? les dennis oh did he no no grant 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 was um, it, who did he fight yeah that was right Grant someone wasn't it Grant someone sorry Grant if you're and listening Les, no, Lenis... being called Grant someone <laughs> Les Dennis fought someone yeah. Didn't they? And that was it. And, for- and then then they sort of ended it. Grant Bovey. Grant Bovey that's. Who right. did Les Dennis fight? Please? Les Dennis for um, John. The Roberto Duran.
3: <laughs> which was which
4: was mean a- real mismatch. No
3: mess. Yeah, you know. That's what Roberto was saying. You at know, the Dustin
4: end. G could have taken no mess, him on. but... No
3: mess impressions <laughs> of Mavis. He kept doing
4: it. Yeah. Oh, you can't do it without the yeah. hand. It came out. <laughs> and they touch gloves He went well i don't really know <laughs> well i don't really know no mess well, 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 and there we are and uh, let's for bob he fought bob mortimer bob mortimer there yeah. we are les dennis v. Bob mortimer. So they tried they tried it didn't they but maybe it didn't yeah it didn't it didn't fly if i'm if i'm not getting booked for celebrity <laughs> That's not pro yeah. celebrity boxing though
3: it's not roberto duran versus no. les dennis that would be it's a as oh, a format
4: would be, it wouldn't really work would it if it i'm would. not getting booked for celebrity sas are you tough enough then yeah I don't think I'm gonna be getting on.
3: Kind of Katie Taylor versus Aggie from How Clean Is Your House. I mean it wouldn't be
4: you'd watch it, wouldn't you? You know what I mean? It wouldn't be it wouldn't be right. Yeah, we'd like it. We'd all we'd all like that. That's what the exact tag team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tag team, perhaps. That'd be really good. There yeah. we are. Hey gay. Hey guys, my oh, name's Kane. Okay. <laughs> my name's Kane. Love the show. <laughs> my name's Kane. Well, love, the show. Show. love the creature show. I love the show. <laughs> i was trying to move on i know You've... you were <laughs> yes okay hey guys Okay, hey guys, my yep. name's Kane. <laughs> love yep. the show. Not a story about me, but my father used to be the safety officer for Stockport County. Oh, yeah, I saw this, yeah. And he had to go to a meeting in London at the Old Wembley. He arrived after about 20 minutes of being there, and he heard a call from Mr Gordon Taylor. So he arrived at what he thought was a meeting, but everyone sat, was wearing suits, looked very important. Turns out they were after Gordon Taylor, who was the chief executive of the English oh, yeah. Football Trades Union, the PFA, I believe. It felt a bit daft, his name was Gordon Taylor, obviously, yeah. there we are, wasn't worth me right. getting my myself into I, trouble I, I've
3: for. I've told this story before, the, uh, Keith, Coof, Keith Cooper, the father of uh, Steve of course, the Forest oh, manager, yes. yeah. old pal of ours, a Premier League referee, did some stuff with us on fantasy football and uh, and um, they were looking to audition a referee to potentially work on one of the series okay, said, yeah. and, and Keith, oh, nice. Keith actually did it. But um, one of the researchers on that series um, called up a, a Keith Cooper, a referee, and said could you come up to London oh, no. and um, he said uh, yeah he's coming up from the West Country and I thought Keith he's never going to leave Wales he calls it God's country he's never going to leave Keith never leaving Wales and, and suddenly they said Keith Cooper's in reception so we went downstairs myself and Andy we're working on fantasy football and there's this other guy Oh, and he's a referee he's a proper referee yeah, his name's Keith Cooper. Cooper sorry Keith for you listening today maybe you're oh. learning this for the first time and we just had, we felt so bad oh. we had to bluff it it was just another give him a day and the guy know, actually yeah. said he was going to audition I mean he, mod- he could have been brilliant and couldn't yeah. got the gig so it wouldn't have been wasted because but um, he said it's funny when I got the call he said because people often get me confused with the other <laughs> Keith Cooper from well, Wales. You'd say, And oh, we went, oh, really? Come <laughs> on. Oh, no. How did that? I can't believe that would happen. But anyway, the other Keith auditioned and ultimately Welsh he Keith got Cooper, the job, there we are. Father of Steve, got the gig because, you know, we knew what he was like. We knew he was... A- he'd yeah. be perfect for the role yeah, but nice. um, so that that was all a bit That's eggy, a bit eggy. but we're we asking this nightmare. because Sam Kerr the Scotland player um, is, is going to Bayern uh, Munich and uh, when the agent first called she said are you sure they've got the right Sam Kerr because <laughs> <Yes>. the <laughs> so other Sam Kerrs yeah. are available the Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast there we are where it all unfolded what a show oh, a what a show, show. Um, we'll do it all again tomorrow myself and Andy Charlie's back on Thursday, Thursday for the Thursday, spread yeah. Uh, hopefully you can join us on one tomorrow. If not, the podcast will be available, as always, around four. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Hawksby & Jacobs Daily Podcast.
0: Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport.
2: Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now, and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way.
3: We're talking rest stops, if we're stopping to get gas.
2: You will be timed.
3: Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have like, you know, a healthy
2: fear of real extreme darkness. <laughs> a lot of laughs.
3: Y'all weird, <laughs> but you yeah, you, you, were different.
2: And so much more. Listen and subscribe
1: wherever you get your podcasts. Britain feels broken, but how do we fix it? Westminster just doesn't
3: seem to have the answers, but we have found some people who do.